Hello and welcome back to the One True Fantasy Football Podcast, where we're going to recap the last week, look at the transactions, do some predictions. This is episode 10, and it will be the week 12 recap. I'm back. My name is Sahil, joined by our regular hosts, Sook and Manny. Say hello. Hello. Hi, I'm glad you're back so you know what weekend episode it is. God bless your soul. Yep, (laughs) for sure. And we are now a 50% married man podcast today with the addition of our special guest, Marcus. What's up? Yeah, I don't know, man. You tell me. What's new? No, I'm sure you're over it, really. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. The the intro did its work and... uh, explained the situation uh well happy to have everyone here happy to be here myself and we're gonna get started with something that was a little less happy for me which was my matchup against sook in week 12 where myself running back depot put up a whopping 82.38 points against cinderella stories 128.64 it was a a tough go. Um, Manny, would you mind recapping this pain for us? For you. Recapping pain, your pain? pain? For you. Yes. <laughs> recapping your pain. Yes. I mean... Because um, you I, are experienced in this. Oh, I, I forgot. I That's the thing I should have started with, <laughs> shitting on Manny. There was an easy target so long. There was a mu- very, very easy target there. You know what else is an easy target? Your hate relationship with CMC right now. The pain just starts and ends there. That guy is injured again, and he's done for the season now, if uh, I remember correctly. I feel that pain. I feel that pain. <laughs> Marcus, we'll get to why you're feeling that pain too, but I mean, you just had bad performances from players that have been coming through for you, right? So mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, you had Darren Waller. Um, Cam Newton obviously isn't going to put up what you – hope pat mahomes puts up so that's just an unlucky buy there um and i think just that combined with bad performances all things considered i mean you did lose cmc which sucks but with what you had it's not terrible the rest of your guys were okay Thielen still put up 20 (laughs) so um once again manny shows his barometer of success by saying 82 points is is not bad i appreciate the sentiment um but when i'm looking at a 128 across the street there it's uh, it's tough to be okay with with an 82 yeah but what are you gonna do i mean Sook had a powerhouse game led by cordeo patterson the ultimate utility knife man this guy is everything that you need from him and apparently he's going to play d now too so holy shit him and his 26 points two rushing touchdowns 108 yards it's i mean what a pickup again so we keep talking about the draft steals this guy is the steal of the season because he's been nothing but consistent since Sook picked him up so um i think that that that's what draws my attention that and miami's 23 points for Sook as well that's just a tough go, Sahil. I think that's all that is, just a tough one to take. Yeah, I mean, it is tough to lose CMC. Um, yeah, man, it's just... I, Marcus obviously, you know, feels this more than anyone else, but, like, when the dude plays a full game, 
right? No snap limitations, no injury, nothing. He has gotten 20 points every single game where he wasn't on some kind of restriction. That was four games this season. We're in that's more well. we had. That's more than I had with him last year. So uh. <laughs> fair. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't complain there. But literally, yeah, week one and two, twenty-three, twenty-two, and then he comes yeah. back for week ten and eleven, twenty-one, twenty-one, and it's like, okay, like I'm feeling my team. I'm making it into the power rankings. Yo, I'm making it in the power rankings with my team. Now there's just like, fuck, like you know, that's twenty points gone. I things things are looking looking a little bit tougher out here. So yeah, you gotta be happy with what you got, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys said it all. Funny enough, it was a it was a running back difference here, but not in the way that you would have expected. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you play the backup AJ Dillon, who puts up seventeen point five. Yeah, and uh, Aaron Jones is playing like a limited role, obviously, but still. And uh, Javante Williams finally had a fucking game. God bless him. Look at that. <laughs> He got that so freaking goal line carry for a run. Yeah, God bless that. He finally got a goal line carry. That happens once a season, I guess. <laughs> I'm glad this game, like, between me and you, was, like, basically decided before Monday night because my receivers did jack shit, which is uh, a little bit sad to watch. But Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember you getting projected, like, 140s and then, you know, settle yeah. down in, in a comfy 128. The other mm-hmm. thing is also, thank you again, Manny, for hosting us for Football Sunday. That was mm-hmm. so much fun. Literally, the best host, the, the amount of food and quality of food and the venue, and it's top-notch. I will give also a shout-out to Manny for having an extra blanket there ready for me, <laughs> knowing that I would want and, and need it. So that was, that was good. But, um, Sook, when, even by the time we linked there, it was already done. Yeah. Yeah, it was over. It was, it was GG's for me, uh, especially with, with CMC being out um on that note it was actually really fun watching tom's reactions during the game <laughs> just like very invested in it and I was like, yes this is this is why we do this sometimes mm. you had to question what he was sharing though you know what i mean like yeah dig deeper be like what why are you training for that again like you don't, nobody's on your team there's not you, your <laughs> he was training for aj Dillon the whole game and i don't yeah. get it <laughs> yeah i was kind of rattled at that i, I, just, I don't know what's going on with tom <laughs> Glad he enjoyed himself. That was the important thing. He enjoyed himself. <laughs> the energy was great. Um, Marcus, I would like to get your thoughts on what I should do with Darren Waller. Because didn't obviously he, the Jason Bonafide one. Huh? Didn't he leave this game uh, injured? I don't know if he left injured. Maybe he did. I was going to say that. Now. I'm pretty sure he left this game injured. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, though. Yeah. Um, but actually going back to talking about wide receivers, I asked oh, you when you were at... Uh, uh, Manny's house about Jamar Chase. Yes. Um, and you you kind of said no, but I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on like if you thought he should have been a sell high because if you actually look at it, he hasn't mm-hmm. topped fifty yards since week seven. You do make a, a good point there. Now I will counter by saying one of those five weeks <laughs> was a buy. Yeah. But um, yeah, the last four weeks have been a little bit quieter for Jamar Chase and the Bengals. Uh, actually, no. I think it's a run game. Is not the Bengals. Yeah, no. Yeah, the um, Bengals are, are the Bengals have been there. doing good. Uh, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I decent. I don't know if I could sell him high, right? Like, I don't know who I would have sold him for, because to yeah. me, he he was a, a top twelve guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. is anybody going to give me a twelve top twelve guy for another top twelve? Guy? Like, I don't know what there was for the making there. Mm. Um, and I didn't. It's not like I anticipated this 
yeah. downturn of, of events. So I, I just got to hope he gets back to form to finish off the year. Because otherwise, I, it's going to be looking rough for me if I can't get, you know, 15 points a game from him at least. Yeah, I mean, he, he had that really, really hot streak. But it's almost looking more and more like he might be a boom-bust kind of guy. But hopefully not for your stick. Yes, hopefully not. Yeah, he kind of goes back to what AC was saying at the at Manny's place. I think he was saying that like the first half of the season, nobody really knew what Jamar Chase had to offer. Oh like, yeah, as a defensive like player or defense coordinator, you weren't really on a like game plan for this rookie who you heard was dropping passes all. Yeah, training the camp, whole right? narrative was right. the guy yeah. didn't want to catch. <laughs> yeah, and then now like six, seven weeks into the season, you're like, wait a minute, like this guy's scoring touchdown every game. Like we should probably guard him somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's showing an effect. Like as a rookie, that probably makes a big difference. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, anything else interesting here going on? Anybody want to touch on kickers or defenses? Because the New defense is here. looking back like uh, freaking 2018, 2019 Patriots. Yeah, man. I it, for me, it's it's so tragic because I feel like I snagged some league winners, right? Like Jamar Chase and the New England defense. Those could have been the difference makers for me to honestly like win this whole deal. But with CMC out. That's uh, not looking like it's as likely. Anymore. One thing before we move on, actually, uh, Saha, what were your thoughts on Cam getting benched after last week's hype? Yeah, it's uh, it's sad times out uh, in Carolina. Um, I believe in him, and I say that even though he completed five passes on twenty-one attempts. Mm-hmm. And got 92 of his yards or 60 of his 92 yards on one pass to DJ Moore. But we'll bounce back. There's a bye. And uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, uh, yeah, hopeful that he'll uh, do good things, maybe, hopefully. <laughs> I think if anyone needs time to adjust, you know, we, we were talking at my house about OBJ, and um, also I didn't realize how key talking about what happened at the house was going to be but um <laughs> it, it, we talked about how obj learning the offense was going to be tough and things like that and you can't expect them just to blow up right out of the gate i mean that's got to be true for a quarterback too in this case right like he's relearning the systems first of all he hasn't played football in forever obviously adrenaline carried him through the first two games which gotta i think this buy is going to be real key for him like if he's any bit the player saw he'll thinks he is mm-hmm. it's going to happen after this buy where he has time to kind of regroup reset figure shit out mm. mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that is the hope and the dream the dream the dream mm-hmm. is, and um, hmm? sorry just a quick question is i'm just curious about the situation is james connor still the starting guy there now or is um Edmonds coming back or do you know I don't think Edmonds is there yet. Okay. Well, Not 100% that's good. Sure, though. Well, that's really good reason. You get Mahomes and Connor back this week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I was going to use the dream somehow to transition, but I couldn't, I couldn't find a way. I couldn't find a way to do it. So we're just going to do a, a whack-ass transition to the next matchup here which is New World Order, AC versus last week's guest, Chief Kuif. And uh, this was, was the toilet bowl of the week, which is why I wanted to follow it up after my matchup. So um, my matchup doesn't look as garbage. 
it was a 87 to 77 point barn burner. AC came out 40 points under his projection, and it was enough to beat the Chief. Um, the reason this happened is because of, let's see. So on AC side, he had a great performance by Aaron Rodgers. Cooper Cup did his thing at 15 points, which is, you know, to be fair, four under projection, but, you know, you take the 15. At Denver here, Jerry Judy only putting up three and a half points. Eckler <clears throat> did good things at 18. Najee only five. Higby 0.8. Montgomery in the flex. Kicker four. Defense five. So the big losses here are the 12 points from Najee Harris. And then on the other side, Chris Godwin, 10 under projection. Uh, Swift got injured, I think, in the yeah, game. Yeah, he left, he left after yeah. in the first drive or something like that and and even elijah mitchell's 25 points couldn't make up for the fact that george kittle only put up a point so you know uh, lots of disappointments especially when you see the points left on the bench for ac obviously you know this week that didn't hurt him he, he snuck through but in other weeks that that really could have been painful um marcus when you look at ac's lineup here i mean i, I don't think anybody would have you know changed eklor or Najee. But what about the flex there? Like, would you have thought of a, a Gaskins over a Montgomery or or throwing um, Renfro somewhere in the lineup? Um, I don't know. Like, Demont is, like, the running back to own in Chicago. He had a great end of season last year. I mean, he's still maybe getting healthy. Who knows? Um, but, I mean, it, it was um, – it was even weak Gaskin, so so this is a little, mm. <laughs> this is a little out of character for him. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and the only consideration is Renfro, but he's been consistently hanging like in the ballpark of like ten-ish points. So this this is a little bit higher than 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 usual. It's actually his best game of the season, looking at it. Um, but I mean, maybe you go for a solid like ten-ish points when you're not sure if Montgomery is. Is completely healthy yet? I don't know. Uh, what about you, sir? I I would have found it hard to bench Montgomery. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I, it's, yeah I, for the same reasons. Like I, I one, I don't like Gaskin. Even odd week Gaskin feels sus <laughs> to me. But, uh, and then Renfro, yeah. But I mean, he's been doing well. But with receivers, you just like never know, especially with when they're not like top dog receivers. Um. So I'd rather have like the RB one playing against Detroit. It's hard to go against the guaranteed volume, hey? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would change anything. It sucks to see 35 points on the bench, but I probably wouldn't change anything. Fair enough. And then, uh, Manny, when you look at George Kittle, obviously you're like, hey, I want this tight end over whatever trash is on my team. But the second question is, is what? Second really? question is, do you, huh? <laughs> do you really? <laughs> you have four good games this season. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he was on a bit of a tear there, like, double digits last three games. But um, he does seem to have this tendency to not be as consistent as maybe uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, for example. What are, what are yeah. your thoughts on, on Kittle there? I know that um, Marcus wasn't super high on him. If, correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus. Yeah. But, uh, but this season, you weren't super high on him because you expected Ayuk to yeah. come in, right? And yeah. he, he's starting to show that now. Right, Ayuk has for the last couple of weeks put up pretty consistent points. I know that because I have him. Um, the other part of it is now with the new 
superstar running back in Debo Samuel, as uh, Ricky likes to call him. Um, I think George Kittle is, I don't know, he's just being targeted a lot less. I think it's consistency is going down, and I think it just shows what Marcus clearly kind of saw coming, which is, you know, maybe Kittle isn't the guy anymore, and his targets are depleted. I mean, he only got had two targets as of last week. But this season, how do you not play him, right? In my opinion, I think you still play him until he proves he's not good enough a bit more consistently. But, yeah, I I, I – kind of see where Marcus is coming from or what he was saying right at the beginning of the season. And I think it's going to start to be a trend now, especially if they continue to use IU the way they are. Well, I mean, at least like to spin on the positive side, he, he did end up, you know, sticking with Eli Mitchell and he's been great. Um, and I know Saha likes to <laughs> rip on the, the time running back, so he's been really good. I know that we ripped on, on, um, on the, on the chief for his trade, but I, it's actually looking like he came out the winner winner now. Yeah, it, it has panned out pretty well for him. Um and and having, you know, Mitchell as the <clears throat> as the guy who's getting twenty seven attempts in the last each of the last two games he's played, that's a that's amazing. Um and and bodes well for him rest of season. Hopefully the injury to Swift isn't anything significant. And uh, he can come come back because I mean DeAndre Swift has been a beast, absolutely. I feel like we don't talk about DeAndre Swift enough, given the numbers that he's putting up. He's in Detroit, that's why. <laughs> that's why yeah, you're right. Because like, I mean, the amount of twenty point he's had as many twenty point games as Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he's also, I mean, coming up this week, he's unlikely to play, right? His um, and the injury is also shoulder injury that's probably pretty significant for a running back right so um because you got to drive through a lot of players at times so mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that plays a factor in whether or not it's worth bringing him back especially on a team like detroit which really doesn't need to win this year so they probably like at least one though what was that they probably like at least one yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true that would be that would be preferable. And someone else who would like one more win is Manny, because he got it. He got his win. Yeah, yes. wow. What? I forgot this happened. I'm very lost with things. Manny, you won. You beat Check you beat the, the champ. You beat the number one player in our league, Flo. And it was the sneakiest of wins. A hundred point eighty-eight points. To flows. <laughs> I love how... Yeah, 99.48. <laughs> I love how Zoom doesn't want us to celebrate Manny's victories. <laughs> doesn't want us to separate, <laughs> celebrate is overlorded with joy. Come on, guys. Some people are calling this David versus Goliath. That was the battle that was here. I was expected to lose. Only one person believed in me. I didn't even believe in me. Sook said, hey, Manny, you have a chance. I got to give a shout out to my boy. <laughs> Sook calling it. He said, hey, you can do this. Sahil, I know you wanted to take the lead of this, but let me have this. It's all <laughs> yours, my friend. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it was a good win. Good win for the team. Russ is back. Put up the points. I got the win I needed to do, uh, get. I needed this win to try and make it into playoffs. A lot of things have to go my way for that to happen. Might not, but 
screw it. It's actually a step in the right direction. And I mean, I got to give a shout out to Flo lost graciously. He could have, you know, he's the number one player in the league and number one when it comes to class as well. More than I can say for AC. Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I I think I just had an all around good game from my team. I'll let you guys analyze it, you know, throw it out there. Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm happy to analyze some of these uh, top-notch performances that you got here with (laughs) Gibson putting up 20.10 points. Uh, how many? I want to know your reaction watching that game, just watching every yard pile up and get you closer and closer to victory there. I'm not Did you get lie, to man. watch it? No, because I, I, I honestly thought, I said, listen, because even Sook, when he was saying, hey, you actually still have a chance. And I said, dude, you know what? You're talking to me. I have zero chance here. This isn't <laughs> going to happen. Um, so I wasn't paying attention. And then I saw... Flo's message, he's like, GG. And I started looking through the chat. I was like, the fuck I actually won? <laughs> and then I went and actually checked the score. So, um, Oh, so you, you didn't know. get the yard-by-yard yard anticipation? No, thank God. It, it was, was just stressing <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it was just a, a boom surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, 20, 20 points there. Um, and, uh, you know, J-Rob put up 11 for you, which isn't what you were hoping but it, it got you there. Mooney was a nice pickup for you there. 15 points. He seems to be the guy there now, hey? 20 points last game, 19 the game before. That, it's a great great win for you with him, right? Yeah. I, um, I had some advice on that one, and someone was saying, no, no, he's the guy that he likes to throw to. Go with Mooney. Go with Mooney. He's the guy Burroughs wants. He's the guy that they want to throw to. So, uh, you know, I took a – like I said, I mean, it goes with the trade deadline week too. I had to make some risky plays to try and get back into this. So that's one of the plays. I was, what do I have to lose kind of thing, right? So backs up against the wall. So I may as well try to throw him in there. And he's been producing for since. So Yeah, and I want to spend a little bit more time analyzing this because um, uh, Flo dropped him, yeah, the – that week, like the week before, oh, like I had picked Mooney, him up like many times. He was like Mooney. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. lot of back and forth there. Fab spent, dropped, picked up for free. Manny stole him for free. And then the part here I want to go back to is October sixth. Um, Marcus, you you threw twelve bucks at him and then dropped him ten days later. So yeah. you, it seems like you you kind of had an idea this was happening, but then it didn't play out right. I away. think I picked him up. Uh, after, was that around week six when he had got that 13 point? It would have been after the 16-point game, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the 16-point game. Oh, yeah, 125 yards, yeah. And the yeah. next week, got five targets. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just dropped his ass. On. <laughs> well, we have, like, with the short benches, it's, like, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to, like, hold on to a guy for a really, really long time, right? You got to just kind of mm-hmm. make a quick decision. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you didn't want him on his bench, so he hopped into Manny's starting lineup and uh, and won him the week. So super, super cool to see that. Yeah. Um, and it is, uh, you know, surprising a little bit that Manny won is given that Jonathan Taylor's on the other side. Jonathan Taylor put up a 17.7, which, believe it or not, was under projection for him. This man is tearing it apart. 51 points last game. Luckily, Manny didn't have to face that. But, um, you know, even with a 17, it, it wasn't enough. Um, 
where's the big disappointment for flow do you think so like where where was the make or break mm, i think a couple spots that i would pick out one uh mike evans that kind of sucked that he only got three points that's not what you he's been doing especially since like antonio brown's been out um mm-hmm. him and godwin have both been like this week oh yeah and gronk was back this week Gronk-y too right like that week. that kind of made shit tough yeah because before that it was just him and godwin and they're both like legit wide receiver ones in fantasy football you can have either one and you'll have a good week yeah, that's um, how uh, Arjun won that first year, I think. <laughs> that's <quite> fair. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, basically, and that was Gronk, but he's kind of hogging like the end zone targets too. Probably that's kind of where he makes his uh, makes his money with Brady. So less touchdowns for Evans going forward is probably the case. That kind of sucks for Flo. The other spot I would say is I did not even know like David Johnson was like a playable option at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, I didn't know that was the thing to be honest. Um, especially when you've got the Tennessee backs on his on his bench. Yeah, I guess I, I'm pretty sure I would have just picked one of those guys and just ran with it because I would tell you Johnson, about that actually. Oh, sources. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there sources you go. Wall, you in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he was he was he wasn't sure which of the Tennessee backs to play, so he just left mm. them both on the bench. He just yeah, you're the one, kind of you're the one with take both one. of them and see see what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is tragic. Uh, yeah, this mm. this is one that hurts for Flo because mm. you know a, a decision that goes the other way makes the the whole matchup go. And then Manny, I do have to ask: Did you put a bug in Claypool's ear or something to just make sure that he he didn't go all out this game? I didn't even have to, man. Um, Ben's big Ben's doing it all for me. Um, <laughs> I can't throw very far; it makes things real helpful. Um, but you know. You know, me and Claypool may have talked. I could have texted him before a game, you know, hit me up at Broder's Bistro and just Ooh. had a little bit of a conversation. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe we had a conversation. That's all I'm saying. At Broder's oh. with their, their <laughs> like, the heaviest food in the world, man. That's right? It. It's it is, so it is thick. deadly. <laughs> it is. It is. You, 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 you can, like, when you weigh that food, it, there's there's like extra mass there I don't dude know you go to sleep it knocks yeah. you right out <laughs> so uh sure. manny uh your flex spot there i see you got talked into putting mike williams back in your starting lineup dude man uh, after I they ragged know. on you last week but if like if you look at his games like he hasn't done anything really since like week five like last week yeah he had 18 but he had like a 50 yard touchdown on the last play of the game which salvaged the week so he really yeah like <laughs> Are you, it's, are you it, going to be confident with that going forward? It's painful. Honestly, it's it's kind of sucks. But the only reason I played him is because I was like, okay, it's Denver, right? There, there's a chance here. We might get something here. Denver sucks. But, I mean, Mike Williams is going to Mike Williams, you know? So, yeah. he's – yeah, you're right. He hasn't been much of anything since, I think, what what is it, week five or something? So, Yeah. yeah pretty much gone to shit and so his targets kind of right like i used his has been starting to produce so you got something there at least yeah i should have like i i agree i probably should have played him but again i just picked up by before last game i kind of mike williams put up big numbers so i said you know what i'm just gonna put him in um and i wanted to make sure last week too for spending him i believe that's (laughs) also true yep 
Yeah. This is one of those uh, guys yeah. that, like, you play him, he's not going to do well, and you don't oh, play yeah. him, and he's going to pop off on the bench, and you're going to feel shitty yeah. either way. And it's just, yeah, yeah. it's just pain, dude. Like, there is no winning in this case. It's unfortunate yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a hard one to, on the, to come on top. On the plus side, though, uh, Tony Pollard, though, do you like Tony Pollard going forward? What, what's your thoughts on him, man? That's the same thing, man. I don't know whether <laughs> I should play this guy now because I. He's put up numbers. So I think going forward, it might be an option now. But with um, Robinson and Gibson looking like, and Gibson especially looking like he's back to form, um, hopefully Robinson can kind of figure his shit out with his injury. But um, I think it might, it, he, Pollard might be a good flex position player for me. I'll see how this week kind of goes and then gauge from there to see if he's, you know, getting the touches, getting the targets kind of thing. Um, I don't know why his targets though. I like. Have you guys watched enough of the games last no. week and th- to say? Because I certainly haven't seen Dallas yeah. play, and I didn't think that they'd be giving it to Pollard at all. I haven't seen much of like. I heard that um that Zeke was was kind of hobbled up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with Pollard, it's hard because he's busted out like massive, massive touchdowns like the last two weeks. Like last week, it was like a hundred yard return for a touchdown. And then this week it was like like what like a fifty or so yard touchdown yeah. as well, yeah. which like those big ones aren't really sustainable. <laughs> um, but they're still like absolutely nice to see. Yeah. If yeah. you Did look you... at yeah, go ahead. sorry, go on. No, you ahead. I was just gonna say if you look at uh, the matchup, even it says I'm reading here Pollard is averaging nearly one yard more per carry than Zeke Elliott for the Cowboys. Even the, in week 13 versus the Saints, right? So that's pretty crazy that they're. Yeah, but I mean, that's like I said, like going back to the big thing, it's like he busts out one huge, huge ass run, like 50 yards, and that's already like the yards per carry difference. I mean, yeah, you can't discount it, but like um, it's hard to rely on on a consistent basis, I feel like. Yeah, that's right. From watching the games, though, it, it does feel like, like Pollard has more to offer right now than Zeke does. Like, he looks, like, faster. He looks more crisp. He looks like he's going to get more yards. Zeke looks kind of, I don't know, a little wobbly, you know? He's banging into stuff, falling down after, like, a <laughs> yard or two. <laughs> like, a little drunk on the field sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like they should use more Pollard. And I think he's, like, making a case for himself to be used more. So maybe not this week coming up. But, you know, you, you got to make some big plays, like you were saying, Manny, to make playoffs. So maybe that's something to look at. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, you can't necessarily rely on the big plays, but, like, they definitely get you more consistent touches going forward, which mm-hmm. is big. Mm-hmm. And something else that was big was Henny T's win over Clock Strikes Midnight. And, Marcus, why do you not – why don't you – why do you not – wow, that was a weird – uncontraction? What's the reverse of a contraction? Expansion, Expansion? of that? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Very you. unnecessary. <laughs> but why don't you take us through that matchup? Yeah, um, Henny T pulls out the there's a little win here uh, by six points over over the Rick. Um, looks like unfortunately the Rick didn't just live up to his um, projections here. Um, looking at it, seems mostly because uh, Chubb got shut down by that Ravens run D, mm. right? Um, yeah, um, and we we all heard. Tom, for whatever reason, cheering on AJ Dillon, even though he's got Aaron Jones, I, I really don't know why. <laughs> uh, what did you have to say about that stuff? So. Uh, 
insider info, I'm pretty sure Tom just low-key wanted uh, AJ Dillon to get injured, so he kept cheering when he was on the field. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, Tom. No, no cap, that's kind of fucked. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, so. I, t- I take back my comments from earlier. <laughs> Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb are both kind of non-factors yeah. in this game. Yeah. Almost out of window went uh, Tyreek Hill on a bye week, which is probably really, really big for that's him. That's huge. That's yeah. massive. Yeah. Okay, it looks like the, the difference here was the special teams. Um, Tom outscored Derek by, like, what's that? Is it 12? Like, almost 18 points just on special teams here, right? Damn. Kickers. Kickers, even the defense, like, doubled up on him. Yeah, and he also had a good pickup with um, Cedric Wilson. Like he ended up yeah, being the yeah. most targeted uh, receiver on that on that week, right? Like that's uh, those yeah. kinds of things that make you these uh, sneaky wins at the end of the season and lets him get into the playoffs. Hopefully, yeah, they both left play. a lot of um, they both left a lot of points on the bench too, which is mm. interesting. Yeah, even week McKissick, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so both Washington running backs got twenty points? Twenty point ten points? Oh, they yeah, I guess. Nice. They got oh, the shit. exact same score of war. Oh. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what's also cool here is the stack that NET has here. That Buffalo stack. <laughs> that was delicious. Just, just amazing. <laughs> so tasty. Great, great recipe for success there. Um on the other side here, Justin Jefferson putting up 11 points, a little bit less than what uh, the Rick wanted. The Rick was projected 122 points, which is solid, um, and, and came up with only 102. So, yeah, like Marcus, you mentioned, Chubb, that was the, the game changer there. And, and even Gronk's 15 points couldn't overcome that, which mm. is surprising. I feel like in that entire um, Cleveland versus Ravens game, the Rick was probably just – you know, in pain because uh, Hollywood Brown didn't do much. And I feel like Hollywood Brown is – Marcus, is he reaching your definition of boom bust or does his early season success still give you confidence of him being a wide receiver one? Yeah, I know. I, I'm confident – I'd be confident in Brown. Like when you watch the Ravens play, Lamar looks like so much of a better passer compared to previous years. Okay. Um, I think earlier on the season, I was shitting on, <laughs> shitting on him for not being able to throw the ball. <laughs> um, but he actually looks pretty good this year. Uh, it's like a few bad games by Brown, but he, I think he looks pretty consistent to me. Um, yeah, and, and he's getting double the targets, yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of games. Huge. So it's, yeah, I guess that's just, you know, sometimes the numbers don't go yeah. your way and it is, it is. That's the way it is with is. receiver. Yeah. Yeah. On that yeah. note, like he has like Gallup and Moore on the bench, which I think are also playable receivers. Like between these like three guys, do you think – one is like significantly better than the other two, or would you feel like it's matchup dependent for the rest of the season? I think for the most part, I'd be confident more so in Brown than the other yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, so like you have the bona fide wide receiver one on Baltimore, whereas like, yeah, that's what you uh, more is as well, but it's it's the Jets. <laughs> yeah. um, and then in Dallas, you've got like CD. Like if Amari's healthy again, you've also mm-hmm. got like uh, what's the tight end there? Schultz is that the guy? Yeah. 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 But even then, since, like, week 11, um, Calv's got eight targets, nine targets, ten targets. Yeah, um, Amari had COVID those weeks. Oh, um, right. That's really yeah. proud about him being an existent factor, right? Yeah. He's a player. Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have... different men? 
I don't. I was gonna say, would you guys have put Gallup in? But you can only take out one of those wide receivers, and you're not taking any of them out. I I agree with you, Marcus. I think you play Brown. I think it's just one bad game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm more concerned about Chubb there, right? Yeah. He ends up putting up these games where he puts up nothing for points. He's a good running back, obviously, on a running team for sure. But it just seems like we were talking about this at the house too. It just seems like he's just getting robbed at the yeah. touchdowns from uh from Hunt there. <laughs> so well, like, would you guys be confident in it? Yeah, I think I think part of it just Baltimore's a good run D, right? Yeah. He he only rushed eight times. Like that that game was just shit. Like uh, they just called like such bad fucking plays. Like holy that was fuck that, that game. Hundred yeah. percent. It's not even like a blowout game. It was close the whole time. Yeah. They just never ran the ball. <laughs> Which is yeah, ridiculous. the game was pretty Which shit. Which is weird that because, was... like, you have Baker Mayfield throwing to like not really anyone great. Yeah, literally everybody on the offense, like Baker Mayfield's hurt, um, <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones is hurt, Jarvis Landry is hurt, and Nick Chubb is healthy. But we're gonna throw it fifty times instead of running. Solid <laughs> <laughs> man. That's why you paid millions of dollars, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they must must know something we don't. Uh, um, and you know. Like, even going back, sorry, going back to Brown, mm. he didn't even have that bad of a week. Like, if you can get, like, nine, ten points out of a guy who, and they don't get a touchdown, I think that's decent, right? Like, you throw a touchdown on there, it's like a 16-point point, point week. Like, it's a it's a good week. He just didn't find the end zone, you know? And that's yeah, and especially happen. in the flex, flex spot, yeah. getting, yeah, nine points out of your flex is definitely, you know, usually good enough. Yeah. Um, just for, for Ricky, it's like, you know, the, the what-ifs pile up when, yeah. when you have yeah. a, a week like this. Um, but the what ifs are uh, not piling up for suck my ass 21 21 21, uh, who just sneaks a win by our guest here, Marcus, who put up 115 points. Um, Sook, tell us where did Joey find a way to sneak this through? Oh man. Lockett uh, caught three passes on Monday night. Hmm? Lockett okay. caught three passes on Monday night. That was it for like those big, big bones. Is that what he did? Yep, three catches, yep. ninety-six yards. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lucky stat line. <laughs> he really like, does. He, he only gets big plays. Like he doesn't really do much else. He gets a lot of targets on deep balls, and then yeah, that's that's Lockett. Um, I think what really hurt this game was just Jalen Hurts, man. Like this guy was like number one in fantasy football coming into the week, and he got six points for you. Like that sucks. He. He threw like three picks. Yeah. Um, no touchdowns. Had a really rough time throwing the ball. And it was against the Giants. Just kind of not what you expect at all. Um, so I think that's that's what really hurt Marcus. Uh I was telling you to start OBJ over Van Jefferson. Turns out they are basically the same person, anyways. Nice. I wasn't that <laughs> off. I thought I was way off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then on uh, on Joey's side, major pickup on the waiver wire in the last like week or two was Carlson. Boom, kickers are people. Mike that was and, fucking uh, insane. <laughs> yeah. That's 21. so insane. Oh, oh, yeah. Joey had a lot of points on that Thanksgiving Day this week, right? With uh, Knox and Carlson. Knox, Carlson, Carlson and Buffalo, I think, all went yeah. on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Yeah, and they all had really good That was games. a rough way to start the week. Yeah. Honestly, besides that, I don't think, like, Joey's team was, like, ex- playing exceptionally well, right? Like, a lot of his skill players didn't really do much. Like, Barkley and Sanders are still super sus. Pitts in that offense. Uh, they only really have two players with Pitts and Cordero, and Patterson took all the points last week. Yeah. And then uh, he has Debo. Yeah, Debo is just missed out. Debo yeah. is money. That's cool. 
what I do like on Marcus team though is that damn the receivers all showed up. That was sick. Um, T Higgins is making like a huge name for himself. I think in Cincinnati's taking a lot of the share away from Chase since he's been back slowly and slowly. Yeah. Um, and you didn't have Edwards Laird this week either, which was rough. Yeah, it's unfortunate that my my guys that are like I'm trying to rely on for points have late buys because Hertz is on a buy next week as well. Waddle's on a buy next week. I think it's just too too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you still. How do you feel with um, Madison in the lineup instead of Cook going forward? Um, like oddly, almost more confident. Um, mm-hmm. Like the two weeks that Madison got like the full run of the touches, he put up twenty points um, both times, and Dalvin Cook's done that also two times this season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually agree with you. I feel like Dalvin Cook is so like unreliable sometimes with like if he's gonna finish a game or not even. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's, and, that's what the scare is. Yeah, with Madison, you're getting the same kind of like output anyways without that worry. I feel like he's yeah. a pretty good backup running back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Probably um, helps when he is the backup and doesn't have to take as many hits. <laughs> hmm. Less yeah, less yeah. attempts to get broken. Younger yeah. guy and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask. Uh, Sal, what do you think about Marx's like receivers like going forward? Do you think like Waddle and Van Jefferson actually carry on with these roles and stuff? Because Waddle seems like he's really, really turning on like lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tua loves Waddle. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. this is is I don't know if this is a Waddle thing or is this a Tua thing? Because it seems like you know Waddle's put up big games before. Obviously, a highly drafted talent and everything. I feel like maybe it's it's Tua in the off as a whole is finding their rhythm like my the miami dolphins have won their last four games mm. <laughs> right the, the defense the defense is also really good there no. yeah yeah, yeah they beat baltimore in that stretch too just yeah. yeah they beat baltimore yeah. so uh, yeah maybe that team's finding its rhythm and and uh waddles a part of that and recipient of that too so maybe that keeps going i will say from a selfish standpoint i hope the um higgins uh, T. Higgins' target share drops down a little bit, um, but uh, it, it is there, and it, it can't be denied. Uh, maybe, you know, this does work where teams have to start respecting Higgins a little bit more and opens up the field for Chase. Could could be good. And Van Jefferson, I think um, that's – having Van Je- Jefferson and OBJ is, is nice because, you know, you can pick whichever one you think is um, – coming out ahead in that wide receiver two role. Uh, and Ben Jefferson has proven consistently now that he, he can handle the, the target share that he's gotten since uh, Woods went down. So OBJ, good times for Marcus on that, on that front. Yeah, I agree. OBJ really also had that back thing. Huh? His back was just, mm. you know, you remember mm-hmm. when we were watching, he kept grabbing his back. So who knows how great he'll be next game either. So I personally lean towards the Van Jefferson side of things. Yeah, I think that's the way I'm going now. But he like watching the game as well. Like he, like Jefferson dropped a handful of passes as well, which is it's also very true. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you can tell he's still learning. I mean, like he's not like the polished receiver that some of the other guys are and stuff. But yeah. in terms of like athleticism and and like that kind of thing, he he definitely gets open and he gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say on on Joey's guys, what do you guys think of um, Matt Breida? Like, I feel like he's getting so much hype lately. For some reason, I don't know. I think it's because um, was it was it single either Singletary or Moss? One of them was a healthy scratch because mm-hmm. they wanted to rely more on Brita, which is why I think where the hype is coming from. I see. 
but I don't know anything beyond that. <laughs> yeah, it, I thought it was Singletary Moss and that's it. But I guess Moss, because I think Tom had Singletary play and he got points. So I guess it was Moss that was the scratch. Yeah. Just odd. But yeah, I, I know absolutely nothing about this guy. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know too much about it either. And, mm, okay. um, I would say it probably doesn't matter too much. I mean, Buffalo gets it done through the air. Yep. So um, yeah, I think he had a nice twelve point game there, but I don't I don't see that being a consistent thing. Yeah. My question for Marcus though is, what are you gonna do with Logan Thomas? There, are you gonna? Do you think he'll get some gains in if Hawk starts to shit yeah, the bat again? Yeah, that's why I picked him up. Well, that's why I also yeah. had Goddard as well, but um, I dropped Goddard to make space for Thomas. Because um, Thomas dropped, I think they, they overruled the touchdown pass, or he dropped hmm. the touchdown pass or something like that. He caught it, um, but it got overturned, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll give it a go for, for a week. We'll hold on to it for a week. I don't know if I have that kind of time. Um <laughs> But with Swift out, I'm hoping Hawkinson will do do really good this week, and we'll also see what Thomas's target share is like for the next the last two weeks of regular season, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it, his schedule looks really nice. Yeah, I know this like green red thing is like not always the most accurate, but it does look very nice. <laughs> it's very comforting. Dallas, Philly. They played Dallas a couple more times still. Yeah. Are you going to make the playoffs, Marcus? No. Damn. I think Damn. If I, even if I win the next two in a row, like the mm-hmm. last two weeks of the season, I think um, like everything has to fall my way. Like the guys all ahead of me have to like lose out. Oh, um, you need some points. Scenarios. I see. I need yeah. certain, yeah, because my points for are pretty low. I've had a rough season. Oh, I'm just noticing that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the points yeah. for is not there. I might have That's like some... the, one of the lower points for in the league this year. That's some rough injuries, Sam. Um, what about do you guys think Joey makes playoffs this year? Just curious. So, um, Joey is sitting at six and six. Mm-hmm. So, he gets D hop back this week too for his lineup. Just uh, he, he gets D hop back, he and plays, then what, what are his matchups? He plays Flow and then Tom. Yeah, Flow and Tom are his last. I think those games. are very winnable. They I mean, are winnable, but they're not the easiest matchups either. I don't, I'm still not um, high in flow. I haven't been a high in flow all season long, and I'm still not there. <laughs> <laughs> the man sitting at nine and three. Yeah, but I mean, points go, four on the season. It's it's like literally it's it's Jonathan Taylor and Nick Folk and like guys who who like are gonna be you know I don't know you can't uh, yeah. That's, and if it's been well, working, it's, it's, it's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. It's been working. <laughs> points against has been like fucking beauty, though. Yes, he has had the easiest road. There's no by question. far, like not even close, the easiest road. Yes, uh, right behind you, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've had a shit year. <laughs> then, then myself. <laughs> I've had an absolute shit year, but his his points against has been fucking beauty. God damn. I just want to point out Cam's points against, man. Fucking RIP, brother. Like 1,400. Oh, <laughs> we really welcome this no photo of the league, hey? We shit, man. <laughs> That's 1,390 that points against over 12 weeks? Yeah. Jeez. So that crazy. He's aver- his opponents are averaging 115 points. That's a tragedy. Dude, look at look. I mean, we'll get to it, but look at Ricky is as well. If you're gonna point out how badly Chief Queen, look at Ricky, and he's still holding and maintaining ground. He's at thir- He's basically at even points for points against at thirteen hundred. 
Yeah, yeah. R- Ricky Zig has been in high scoring affairs uh, for for most of the season. For for Cam though, his thirteen ninety would be. Um, he's basically like played the best player in the league every week. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. Because Flo's points for thirteen ninety five. So his his you know aggregate opponent is is, is like playing the best player <laughs> every week. Yeah. <laughs> That oh, is wild. Well, yeah. Welcome, uh, welcome to the league, Cam. Yeah. On uh, that note, welcome to the league, uh, Mikey. <laughs> oh yeah, Mikey. By, <laughs> by Professor Chaos here. Yeah, which is the the Man. the tragedy here or the hilarity here is that Arjun won the first year, right? But yeah. that was basically Mikey running that team, <laughs> and now the uh, student has surpassed. The, the master. The so, seem to have turned. Yeah, the, the tables have turned. And uh, Professor Chaos Arjun puts up a 118 to no punt intended 68 points. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, that's like a Jonathan Taylor looking ass score over there. Solo oh, this score. This is like the highest score of the week versus the lowest score of the week. Oh, no, sorry. So, so can so got the highest, yeah. but some respect highest. on it, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Arjun would have won. Was just playing Mixon and Pornet, by the way. Just to anybody. Yeah, that's fucking actually <laughs> though. Actually, Arjun messaged in the group, being like, "Yo, I should take the running back deep name, or do you want to switch names or something?" I was like, "Bro, put some respect on your players. Like, I got to. I, I call myself a depot because these people just coming in and out. Like, we just got a, you know, like a fucking <laughs> shitty garage of this shit, right?" He's got like the pristine, shiny, polished dudes here putting up 30 points, 40 points. It's absolutely insane. And it makes up for shit performances all around the rest of his team. He has five <laughs> players in single digits, right? And, and he still comes up on top very comfortably. So uh, great for Arjun because if those running backs can keep some of, some of their – uh, consistency or, or keep some of their workload and the rest of his team actually starts to show up a little bit, maybe, you know, being five and seven, the ninth place, he can actually sneak in. Like there, there is a, a real chance here for, for things to happen. Whereas on the other side, complete opposite trajectory for, for Mikey. He may have fleeced Arjun in that trade with Kamara and stuff, but Kamara hasn't been able to play for him. Yeah, so hashtag right. Arjun new AC's been you know <laughs> saying it the whole whole time and um, it, it's really really come to to bite him. Um, <laughs> Marcus, do you think Mikey is in third place right now? Can he hold on to that? He just needs to like kind of like tread water until his guys get healthy again. And I think once they do, then he's he's having a good time. Like I think Kyler's supposed to come back this week. Um, if he can get AJ Brown back before he gets. <laughs> Before the playoffs, that would be good. Same with Kamara, that would be great. Um, yeah, that that's that's gonna be what what Mikey needs is to just kind of tread water until his guys his team can get healthy again. Because once it's healthy, it's like what prop possibly the scariest team in the league. Yeah, that's fair. He was making it in all our power rankings, so let's not forget that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like healthy, it's Kyler, Keenan Allen, like AJ Brown, Zeke, Kamara. <laughs> It's fucking scary, man. Yeah, mm. yeah. Nobody would want to go up that, go up against that, and it's like best iteration. But mm. currently, you know, it's Pobble. it's not looking like 
a great, you know, yeah. an amazing team by any means. Especially yeah. Devontae Smith is just so inconsistent. Like it hurts. The, the yeah, with Hurts and with Jalen Hurts, it's um, the floor is so low. The the ceiling is great. You can get twenty points out of this dude, but the floor is just you know a- abysmal, and that's hard to throw in your lineup knowing like, hey, my week could ride or die on this one dude. Now, in this case, it died on every fucking dude on this lineup here. But uh, moving forward, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. So if you are Mikey, are you just, you know, like Marcus said, treading water, hoping to maybe win one of the next two weeks or, or hope that, you know, he's won enough? Or are you trying to make a play and, and play the waiver and, and do something here? Uh. Well, Mikey has been playing the waiver, which is good. Uh, I guess we'll get to that later. But, um, no, I agree with Marcus. Like, yeah, I know Mikey hasn't, like, clinched a playoff spot. But, like, let's be real, he's probably not going to miss the fucking playoffs. He's 7-5. and five. Um, Because some other stuff has to happen for him to miss playoffs, I would guess. Um, so, yeah, if I'm Mikey, I'm cool with making the playoffs in, like, 7th, 8th place. I don't think that's a big deal. Um, if, even if that was to happen, as long as he gets his team healthy again, I, I agree with Marcus. I think he's, like, a like a top two, top three roster, like 100% with a healthy team. So I, I wouldn't be, like, worried or anything, as long as he come back. As long as he come back. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Touching on, like, Devonta Smith, too, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, can we just talk about Leonard Fournette for a second? But if you want to talk about Devonta Smith, oh. we can do that first. No, I, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I, I, um, I think he's been getting pissed off, too. Like, there was, like, reports about him, like, yelling at the team and mm. yelling hurts because he's open all the fucking time, but yelling hurts just sucks. <laughs> So, <laughs> hopefully his, his points will probably go up from here. I would hope three points is pretty disgusting. Uh, but, yeah, Fournette, damn. Dude, yeah, like, we're talking about, like, steals of the draft. Like, Fournette was picked up in the ninth. He hasn't put up single digits only once. And then the last time was, like, week three. Mm-hmm. Like, fix. so consistent. Like, absolute, like, why, like, great running back. Every week starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Ro- yeah, that's actually crazy. Oh, hey, yeah. Manny, I forgot you were here. Yeah. I just let you guys go, you know, let you guys do your thing. <laughs> Everyone's on a roll. But, uh, yeah, I was going to – I didn't realize that Fournette was so good. Did you guys expect him to – expect him to be running the ball and him to be getting the points that he's been getting on a team like Tampa no, with no, the wide receiver core they have? I don't think anyone did, which is why, like, he got him as the 99th overall pick. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that's crazy. Shit. Like Ronald Jones went in the seven, like two rounds ahead of of Fournette. Hmm, that one's kind of that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, like I think Leonard Fournette's more like yeah. You can pretty much expect like fifteen probably a week. You would at hope this for. Point, yeah. 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 I, I'm more surprised honestly at at Mixon's success. Like the yeah. whole season, he's been like a one of the best running backs actually. Healthy. Yeah, yeah it, this never happens. This is what healthy Mixon is, and they have a passing game there now to support him and the running game. This is yeah, yeah. Like this, this is, is like, why everyone always like tries to get him early, but like it doesn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> right? now it's finally working out. <laughs> God damn. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think Arjun can sneak into the playoffs for sure. What's uh, Um And and he's got a team that could actually do some damage in yeah, like, in the playoffs as well. I agree. Dude, with the quarterback Nixon had like two touchdowns in each of the last two weeks. Three weeks. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's always uh, up there. it's looking good for Arjun. 
it's not looking great for Mikey, and uh, it's not looking great for our time right now in this podcast. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we will hop back. And we're back with brand new time. And we also finished all the matchups, so we can finally move on to transactions. Um, couple of uh, big waiver competitions here. We did talk about earlier how CMC was out for the season. So obviously, Chubba Hubbard was the big commodity on the market. Um, Saho pulls up here and just jacks him with the whopping 47. Obviously, calculated by checking out who has the uh, next highest number and then just bidding $1 more. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. Strategy. Joe, yep. Joe, and I tilted this number right away. As soon as I saw CMC IR out for the season, like immediately I went and did that. Purely <laughs> just on like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? Like I put in that bid being annoyed as fuck. And I was like, I'm going to get him. I do not care. I do not yeah. care if he gets the carries. I do not care. I just, I just taking him because this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> do you have high hopes for him for the rest of the season just curious i didn't have high hopes for him at the beginning of the season um Mm -hmm. because it was like okay this guy's a rookie and like i don't know what what is he really capable of i don't think he was too high of a draft pick or anything or maybe i don't know i just didn't know much about him but he did put up a decent performance so you know i think he'll be playable for me Mm mm-hmm the situation is so different now with Cam being there, and I don't know if Cam helps him or hurts him. Is Cam going to continue to be there, though? Yeah, I also agree. Yes, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Continue Cam, to be on the field. Maybe he'll be there physically, but will he be on the field? <laughs> I think so, and and here are my thoughts on that. One is, okay, if Cam gets the throwing game back, maybe it opens up the running game, mm. or if the throwing game is bad they have to run more trouble gets more opportunities and hopefully has the skill to take advantage of that or basically can spin it in a way that's going to be good for you yeah and it's like oh hey cam's a running quarterback so they have to give him respect which then opens up for chuba to sneak by or whatever whatever so you know there's ways that this can work i hope i find one of those ways nice nice so Um, so you must have believed him in a little bit you threw 30 bucks at him I did, yeah. I, I just, like, I'm not sure how many other running backs are going to pop up mm-hmm. with the rest of the season going. And I also would like another running back, you know, uh, <laughs> a commodity, of course. Uh, mm. I, I didn't think I was going to get him with 30 bucks anyways. I, I had a feeling you were going to do what you did because yeah. it's a smart thing to do. Um, I just kind of tossed him there to see, like, for funsies, maybe sell or forget to put a bid. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm actually more irritated at myself for not putting it a bit for Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. I just forgot. Yeah, I just forgot to do it. Yeah. Same. Because it happened on what, Thursday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, unlucky there. But uh, I like I also like how Ricky tossed in a zero for both. He just wanted to be a part of the podcast. Yes. He, he has no money. <laughs> oh, does he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. It's tough being broke. You put in a max bit. <laughs> He went all in. <laughs> he went all in, shit. You're right. Oh, man. man. Ricky's right. really trying out here. Like, uh, what else mm. happened this week? With Jamal Williams, I'll say one more thing. I did only put down a $4 bid because I knew I was going to get Chuba. Mm. But I do think at $12, like, Mikey, that, that that's a steal for him. Um, for Jamal Williams is a good running back, I think. He is. Anytime yeah. that he subbed in for Aaron Jones back in Green Bay. 
last year and the years before even I feel like for a couple of years he was a great backup like to me he's like Madison level or Pollard level where yeah. when he gets his opportunity he can be an RB1 is an RB1 so I think that that's a steal for Mikey um and especially with the way his team's looking we we're talking about you know does he need to do things he did things mm-hmm. yeah I think I think Swift so for like at least this week and then well, next week is still looking iffy as well, right? So mm-hmm. at least so two weeks of value out of 12 yeah, bucks. But that's the regular season right there, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, perfect. And uh, as as Marcus said, let's him tread water yeah. until his uh, players are back. Yeah. He also picked up Sony Michelle um, for five bucks uncontested, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because if – I don't know if Henderson's hurt right now, but if he does go down, then Michelle is like, you know, the guy there too in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Henderson's had any kind of like brush with injury this year, yeah. from what I remember at least. But um, but yeah, the way that running backs are going down like flies, like yeah, yeah, it's nice to have some backups mm-hmm. just for fun. If you have the roster space for it, why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like at this point of the season, you're not gonna. There's not a lot of gems that are gonna pop up unless mm-hmm. injuries happen, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess uh, close on that kick too with getting Carlos Hyde. <laughs> With the um, yeah, but it's uh, yeah. I don't know how good Carlos Hyde is, but uh, yeah, yeah. same idea. <laughs> yeah, Boston, Boston, Boston Scott, Kevin Coleman, like all these guys are getting picked he up. Picked right? up Boston Scott yesterday. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple of like of the random uncontested pickups. Foster Moreau was at the backup tight end. That's you as well, mm-hmm. so. nice, nice. Yeah, because uh, Waller's going through some injury trouble, yeah. and yeah. last time Moreau was there, he he put up points so. Oh, was he actually a good performer? I actually don't know. No. Yeah, nice. last time he played a full game, I think he put up 15 points there. Ooh. Yeah, like six nice. targets uh, and a touchdown. So yeah. it's, oh, yeah, I, uh, I can I can work with that. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh... so uh, MVS was worth five bucks for you, hey? I, I don't know what to do with my money, man. I was just like, I, I assume somebody else will bid for this. Why not? I'll just put five bucks. I kind of want them, sure. <laughs> After seeing, like, oh, waking up the next day and looking at, like, transaction process, I was like, damn, why did I put five bucks for this guy? But I'll take it. I'll take it. I think he has a lot of targets, and I think Cobb is hurt. Um, so when he comes back, being the number two in that offense is pretty solid. I think uh, you can get some big plays for me. Hopefully. Nice. nice. And uh, seven bucks for the Minnesota defense. Yeah, they look they look startable for the next two or three weeks. Um, I'm at that point where every week I is like a must win for me. There's not really much for defenses on the mm. on the wire, so this seemed to be the best choice for the next few weeks anyway. Oh, nice Detroit and Pittsburgh, yeah, those are good yeah. games. Yeah. And then Manny, I see that you are noticeably absent from. Uh... Oh, yeah, <laughs> fun, yeah. <laughs> We don't, I was trying to, th- I was like, yo, why is everyone cutting me off? I don't know. But <laughs> then, you were muted. Okay. I was going to say yeah. you're noticeably absent from the waiver wire and from the conversation, but the conversation you were just muted. Oh, yeah. so, that, so, but the waiver wire, please give us your, your comments. Dude, I'm rolling with my team, right? I, I got, I'm not going to drop anyone or pick anyone else up. Uh, my bench is putting up points, just going to roll with what I have now. Honestly, and like uh, Marcus said, there's not much to go on the waiver wire at this point anymore. And I, I'm not in a position where I need to, you know, just get by. I need boom-bust players. And I think I have, all of the ones I have on my lineup are pretty healthy. Um, I am pretty pissed that I didn't 
even try to get Jamal Williams. I completely – all the talk about CMC, that mm. just escaped my mind. And that's what I was saying when I was muted. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm really hated in here right now. <laughs> win one game. Win one game and turn into the villain, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. That presupposes you were ever the hero. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, or were there any comments that you had otherwise on anything else? No, I mean – Kenny Galladay, uh, he got dropped by Joey, but I guess Joey's just trying to kind of do what he can. Um, Galladay's trash. Yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but who do they have? Like, who, what are they doing with the ball right now, the Giants? They have nothing. Like, is, is, is Sterling Shepard still injured? Who knows, yeah, dude? Down? But, like, look at Galladay, dude. He had, he's put up one good game this season back in week four, and that was it. <laughs> The one, the one drop was uh, Pat Fryermuth, though. I, I, I told Ricky I liked this pickup of Fryermuth because I think as a tight end on Pittsburgh, not a bad pickup. Um, but he dropped him. So and he had a really good game last game too, right? Four targets, twelve points. Before that, he had seven targets against the Chargers, nine targets against Detroit. Mm. Like he's getting the targets. He's so Gronk. yeah, he has Gronk, but I mean. With the amount of injuries going on, he is questionable, I guess. So, I don't know. I think he's worth a stash for sure. But um, I'm shocked. I'm kind of surprised that Ricky dropped him because who's he going to pick up in his weight, right? Other than the ones that you guys mentioned that I wasn't there for. Are we done? I think yeah, that's, that's it. about yeah. it. Yeah, not much else. Yeah, cool. We talk about next week's games. Mm-hmm. Some of the predictions for next week. Um, before we do, so do you have a summary of where the scores are at right now for predictions? I haven't done a total on the season. No, I do have last week's scores. Sure. Yeah. Did you say no? No, no. We all, me, Cam, or yeah, me, Cam, and Manny all scored four out of six. Um, yeah, it was actually even dead across the board. I lost my points when I picked Flo and uh, and Ricky. We all lost points for picking Ricky. Mm. Fucking Ricky. Um, God damn it. And then I lost my other point for picking Flo, and both of you guys lost your points for uh, not picking me and picking Salah instead. Yeah, Salah had a lot of hate last podcast, man. We were all, we were all throwing you mad love. Yeah, that's, it's the uh, podcast curse. It continues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean if CMC didn't go down, I had 20 more points. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but we also jinxed Derrick Henry, too. We also said that guy's yeah. indestructible. No one can hurt him. And boom, yeah. broken foot. The so have a curse. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, All right. Ooh, let's move we should. Yeah, we will move on after this last idea I just had on the very last podcast. We should all predict, predict the next year's 101. Just for funsies. The very last podcast of, this, yeah. of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, some people might have a different answer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there could be some debate there. Anyways, but yes, let's move on as you suggested, Manny. Yes, so we'll start off with matchups. I mean, I've been rather quiet, uh, so let's just start off with mine. Get it out of the way. I'll be uh, Stockholm Syndrome versus NET. I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think, considering the week I had last week and my team's performance. So Sahil... What do you think? Who do you think is going to take this, me or Tom? I am voting for Manny taking this because of his running backs. They are 
doing good things, and on the other side, I don't have confidence. Oh shit! You, but you're just praising the triple stack. That's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, do you not have confidence the, in the triple stack? I I have confidence in the double part of it, but the double part of it is already projected. Like it's a built in because when I'm doing predictions, as I've mentioned before, I'm trying to see where the differences can be on projection, right? Like where are you going to get points or lose points based on projection? I feel like he's uh, Tom has healthy points built into the projections already. So for him to be only projected 107 with the double stack, um, I feel like, yeah, it's if he gets that, great, but it's not enough. He needs to get more than that. And I don't know if that happens, especially against New England. Oof, oof, I don't know. Yeah, I I think uh, I tend to agree with you. I think Manny's going to take it this week with three guys going against like New England defense. They've been so good this year. <laughs> Lately, they might they might take away digs or something like that, which will make it hard for Tom to, to win because he needs to throw out his wide receivers. Right. Suck. Damn, Manny wins fucking one week and we're all just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm picking Manny too, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is your fuck. Super Bowl right oh, here. I can't believe guys, I legitimately yeah. didn't want to pick you because they both did. I do not. I wanted to change Bro, my Bro, why do you hate me? Like, you hit me at my house? What is this? Why, why you gotta be so confusing, Oh man? my god, I can't believe this. But yeah, no, same reasons. Um, Buffalo against New England, unfortunate matchup for Tom. Denver actually has a good defense, in my opinion. So I think the Chiefs might have a rough time too. And I don't like Stevenson and single period starting running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'll round it out. I think I might actually win this one. Um, I like Pittman against Houston on this one. And I do have confidence in my running backs, especially Gibson, uh, Robinson working through an injury. So we'll see how that goes. And, but, yeah, it's the week think, that Mike Williams pops off on your bench. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> of course, bro. Of course, it is. <laughs> uh, like, let's. I mean, Dallas running back Pollard. Look at him, uh, fourteen points again, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a tough goal in Stockholm, guys. It's a tough, a tough goal. <laughs> you know who else has a tough matchup and is doing a little, uh, having a little rough time with his players and health. Uh, running back depot six and six needs a win here against nwo who's trying to get up there in the standings with an eight and four record um so who do you think takes it sahil or amrapol in this one hmm. i'm gonna pick so are you playing cole beasley over chubba hubbard Oh, Chubb Harper's not. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I'm playing. I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh, AC here. Uh, yeah, solid design was full lineup, and that 17 point defensive start is really, really nice on AC's side. He hasn't even had any of his stars play yet. Yeah, I pick AC. Marcus. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Suk. Uh, I know we've been talking. To, or I've been talking to Patriots defense this week, but like when one guy already has a guaranteed 17 from their defense, it's hard to go against, especially when he has Cup, Eckler, or Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going AC. Uh, what about you, Manny? Yeah, I got to go AC, too. I like the Cub matchup against Jacksonville. Um, and Cousins has been really good this season, so I think I'm positive on him. And honestly, <laughs> we've been praising your running backs, but I think they're just maybe not going to have the best time this week. And, yeah, with Hubbard on by, too, you're not going to get too much. Um, so, yeah, Sahil, do you have – are you going to make it unanimous? 
Hell fucking no. Respect. Um, Respect. <laughs> Yahoo thinks I'm going to lose by 20 points on projection to 131 to 111. I get that. Dallas defense goes 10 points over. The lineup on the other side is looking good. But uh, Patty Mahomes coming back off of a bye, I think he has blow-up potential. And I think, you know, a lot of my players are due for a bounce-back game. Like Jamar Chase could have a bounce-back game. What the fuck? The Chargers are 31st against wide receivers? <laughs> okay, that's a little not so great. But Thielen's against Detroit, who's 21. Okay, I'm a little bit confused at what's happening here. I'm going to win somehow, some way, and maybe it'll be Foster Moreau blowing it up with, you know, 20 points, and that, that'll get me through. Wish <clears throat> you luck on that endeavor, sir. <laughs> you found, you found out a lot during, during that session. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a learning experience. <laughs> Yeah, live learning is what is my specialty. <laughs> While we let Sahil dis- uh, digest that, let's move on to the next matchup. Cinderella's story. Sook on another 6-6 six and six team versus no punt intended. Mikey trying to stave off the poachers from back there at 7-5. and five. Um, Marcus, who do you think is going to take this one? Uh, let's take a look here. Um, I'm going to go with Sook. I think Melvin Gordon is banged up, so Javante is going to do better than projected. I think Kyler might still be slightly banged up, so he might not do as good as projected. Um, yeah, oh, actually, I don't know. That, that Kadarius Tony start is is odd to me, but uh, I guess I you have no better choice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. being there yet. I'm still thinking about it. I, 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 but yeah, I'm still going with, with you there. So, um, what about you, Manny? Uh, I'm going with Suk. Um, you know, when both his running backs just put up eight points, it's kind of yeah. easy to make that decision on that side. And Cordell Patterson's probably going to put up double that amount anyway. So um, I think I'm going to end. I like Williams' matchup over the next week. So I'm not going to bet against him either. I think he's going to definitely get more than seven points. So I'm going Suk. Sahil? Um, I love this so much. So the Thursday night game has been played, and Sook's kicker scored more than Mikey's running backs combined. <laughs> so that should tell you where this matchup is going to go. Uh, what's strange to me is just the only five-point um, difference in projection, but I think that's uh, once Sook's flex situation gets yeah sorted out, that, that'll go back to normal. So my official vote is for Sook. However, if I can give like a sneaky upset sneaky you know chance for for mikey to make it it'll be Devonte smith against new york uh jets that could be something where um he, he finds a way to to bring mikey a win uh, it might happen i think hurts is hurt this is is not super healthy so if um play fits Fitzpa- is it Fitzpatrick, the backup there? No, no, no. no. Fitzpatrick was going to be the starter. Oh, at, yeah, yeah. No, who's Washington. The, whoever, the, who's, whoever the backup is there um, could be a better passer. Is it, is it Foles? No, Foles is not Isn't it Blaine Gabbert? Is it Blaine Gabbert, right? Is it? Philly, Philly death card. Who picks who? We'll find it first. What team are you talking about? Philly. Philly death oh, card. It's loading. Gardner Minshew is starting uh, there. He should be starting. Gardner Minshew. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, <laughs> he he's a better be passer than Hurts. So, uh, so Devonta Smith can do better if they have Minshew. <laughs> but what for my sake, I hope Hurts plays. Foles? Maybe like fucking three years ago. Mm, Jesus, yeah. he, he's on the uh, Bears now. 
he doesn't play on the Bears. Or, yeah. Okay. Anyways, where are yeah. we at? I'm picking myself, of course. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think before the before the game tonight, by the way, I was projected to lose by like twenty something. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Unfortunate that swing makes sense, there, but, but yeah. <laughs> both the running backs went ten points under projection. Yeah. Yeah. It do be like that. All right. All right. So next is the Chief. Chief Queef versus Clock Strikes Midnight. Ricky, five and seven. Chief Queef, five and seven. So someone's going to break away here. Um, big game. Marcus, who do you think takes it out of these two? Oh, let's take a look here. Oh, Devontae's on bye. That could be big. And Chubb. Uh, oh, and Chubb. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with the Chief this week. Um, <laughs> like with CD outscoring Dak. Um, like alone, I think that that puts a pretty big favor on on the chief side. So I'm gonna go that way. Uh, what about you, Suck? Um, yeah, I I was also gonna swing towards uh, the chief this week. I think it's rough um, that Chubb and Adams are on by. That fucking sucks. Yeah, it would have been really nice for Ricky to have one last week, but uh, yeah, no, I'm going with Cameron this week. I will also pick Cam here. Um, I don't like the uh, Elijah Moore situation. Uh, you know, like, yeah, just New York Jets, not, not a He's fan. He's relying on two Jets that. this week, too. Two, oh, oh Coleman, wow, yeah. two of them. <laughs> that one's worse. Yeah, Coleman's worse, for sure. <laughs> that's rough. And then with Henderson's injury situation, I don't know which way that's <clears> trending. <throat> he, he didn't play, he didn't practice today on Thursday, so. Oh, that's, and that's where the uh, Sonny Michelle pickup by Mikey, huh? Looks yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my, my I, yeah, I personally I'll make it unanimous. I think it's gonna be the chief. I think this is pretty much a scheduled loss for Ricky at this point, uh, with Chubb and Adams out after that. So just <laughs> call it like it is. The guy has two Jets playing. We all know he's not trying to win this one, all right? Coming from uh, the Jets of League. Yeah. The, Jets yeah. of the, the man who knows the best about losses. So. <laughs> Trust me on this one, right? I got this. All right, so yeah, I'll make it unanimous with Ricky. Um, the only different pick that we have so far is Sahil picking himself. Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of scary for like, um, like, that just means we all fucked up somewhere. Yeah, it's never going to be right like this. <laughs> yeah, oh, no fuck, way. I'm going to... I'm going to lose, aren't I? No. We got two more games. Two more games. So we got two more games. Let's go with um, – we got Joey next. Suck my ass, 21-21-21 versus Taylor made first place. Trying to hand him – trying to give him a little bit of a losing streak. Um, Joey also sitting 6-6, six and six, trying to break away from the pack here. And um, so we'll start with you, Sahil. Who do you think is going to take this one? It's a little bit too easy to pick flow. But it's so easy because the consistency that he has throughout his whole roster, save for that Carlos Hyde situation, that's not ideal. But even with Hyde being only projected five, I, I have to give my vote to Flo. I think uh, he is top of the league for a reason. Most points for he has a bounce back game this week. All right. Suck? Uh, it really sucks for... Joey, that Debo Samuel's hurt. I will also pick Flo. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick Flo just because Debo Samuel's out, to be honest. Otherwise, I think I would have gone with Joey this week. But um, yeah, Flo's team looks pretty healthy, and he has. Yeah, I don't think it matters what Hyde does, regardless. 
So yeah, so, to be honest, yeah, it doesn't matter if you lose. <laughs> Hyde should just, or Flo should just take out Hyde at this point. Oh, um, yes, he should. So disrespectful. Energy, <laughs> so disrespectful. Marcus? You know, I've been ragging on Flo for most of this pod, but like with Jonathan Taylor going against Houston, like he's going to put up like, I'm expecting like 30 points out of Taylor. Um, so I'm going with Flo. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the same. Uh, you got Stafford in, uh, against Jacksonville. You got Jonathan Taylor versus Houston. I think it's going to be flow. If, oh, if we are going to give Joey some light of hope, I think it's that um, Sanders is against the Jets and they are the worst team against running backs. And, and, you know, we've seen running backs put up 30, 40 points. That could be the game changer right there. Uh, Saquon. Saquon's back. Hey. Hey, D-Hop from, is back. D-Hop is back. And, and Pitts has a great matchup against uh, Tampa Bay. So I've almost talked myself into calling the upset here. Okay, Bro, do I it. feel like Tampa's D-line is going to eat Matt Ryan alive. Yeah, and he'll have to do dump-off passes to his tight end. Or squirt it all batters. Okay, or and speaking of, speaking of running backs putting up 30, 40 points, that's an easy day at the office for Jonathan Taylor, all right? Against so, the freaking Texans? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think you're trying to talk yourself into Joey, but I don't think it's Let's not happen. forget Carlos Hyde, all right? Let's not forget Carlos Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that five points could go zero real quick. So. Yeah. All right, and our final matchup of the week, Marcus Five and seven versus Professor Chaos Arjun on a little bit of a win streak here. Three game win streak in ninth place, looking to make the playoffs, sitting at five and seven as well. Um, we'll start with you, so who do you think takes this one? I am going to pick, uh, I'm going to pick Marcus, dude. I actually, uh, I like what I saw out of the receivers lately, and he has two solid running backs in this week. I think this is a good lineup for Marcus. And I, there's no way that Arjun repeats what he did last week anyways. That shit was unreal. <laughs> so that's not going to happen again. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you came to me because I want to counter that right there. Joe Mixon against the Chargers, who are the fourth worst. And uh, Fournette is against Atlanta, who's the seventh worst against running back. So if there is any week for a repeat performance, mm-hmm. it is this week. And that's enough for me to pick Arjun on this dub. Um, Marcus, I don't Ooh. want to podcast Chris you either. Uh, no disrespect to your team. I think you do have a great team there. I just think those running backs, the momentum, the matchup, it's going to be hard to overcome that. Let me look at their projections, 18-point, like, 16-point projections. Jeez. Lightning doesn't strike twice, bro. That's not how this works. Come on. It won't happen again. I'm g- I'm probably going to go Marcus on this one as well. Um, I like his running backs. I like Madison. I also like his tight end against Minnesota as well, um, especially with the injury to Swift. Uh, I'm with you, Marcus. I think he might get a little bit more targets now, which will obviously help. Um, So I vote for you. And Marcus, who do you think is going to take it? I think I'm going to take it, obviously. Um, It hurts play. The only only reason I don't think I do is if if Hurts doesn't play, I think I might be locked out of making – a roster move because I forgot that Cooper was playing today and he's healthy and he's not IR eligible anymore. <laughs> oh, so um, so if Hertz is actually like because he's questionable right now, so if he doesn't play, I'm pretty sure I'm locked out of ad dropping no right now. Like um, Jack is not letting you do anything. I'm, I I haven't tried it because I don't want to make any I didn't right now. Pass. But I'm pretty sure it won't let me add or drop anything if I haven't 
like a guy who's in IR who's not IR eligible? I guess we'll find out. Well, hopefully we don't need to find out. <laughs> that the would be the plot twist of the yeah. season. <laughs> but I, I, mean, think, I, think he, I think he should be able to play Odell Beckham at quarterback because he throws it sometimes. <laughs> um, but assuming Hurts plays, I think, I think I take the win. Um, like the Jets are trash. Um, like Denver, um, like Madison running against Detroit is going to be a great matchup for me as well. Um, and we talked about Hawkins and getting a little bit more targets with Swift outs. Um, and then I picked up McPherson. He he put up like 22 points a couple of weeks ago. He put up 13 last week. I'm hoping uh, something big can happen this week. I dropped Gay, who's been like a consistent like nine points every single week. Because mm-hmm. I felt like with a this is basically a must win for me. I need the big boom from from a kicker. Yeah, like nine points guaranteed from a kicker has been great all season. But I do want a little bit of like boom bust, which I need mm-hmm. at this point. All right. Well, there's our matchups for the week. Um, Marcus, you saw the teams. You saw the matchups. You talked about what happened last week. Your top three. Your top three power rankings. Who are they? Um, We're going to put you on the spot here. Let me actually look at this. Um, shit, man. I like, I like Ricky. I don't, the thing is, his, the buys on his two best guys like, came at a really bad time because he's sitting at eighth. And he can't really afford a loss right now. But if he can make it through to playoffs, I think he's, like, probably the scariest team. Um, and then um, AC, also, like, super scary with that, like, three-headed monster at running back. Um, and then I like, guess Mikey's guys can get healthy, like, he, he rounds up my top three. Okay. So, all right. Um, yeah, I think for – we were talking last podcast how Mikey's guys are kind of Mikey's team's kind of dropping whether or not in the power rankings. It's nice to see him back in the power rankings for you. We have a couple of win streaks. We have Professor Chaos, that, which I mentioned, Arjun with the three game win streak. I think that matchup's really interesting now because if Ricky loses, Arjun wins. We got a swap there, mm-hmm. right? So I think the last few weeks or the last two weeks of the season are going to be really interesting. Damn. And, um, yeah, and then we also have NWO. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. He's 8-4 and four now with a three-game win streak. Taylor made is 9-3. and three. What started off as a massive gap is slowly closing with the way that uh, AC's team has been playing. So, I think, again, the last two weeks are going to be rather interesting. I know we expect Flo to win, but like Sahil said, there could be an upset. So, I think that just makes for so great drama. We all freaking picked the same teams this week. <laughs> hey, I, I try to keep it spicy. Um, looking at our standings, I've never – I mean, all season things have been neck and neck, and it still is. Like, we have two games left, and 11th place is two games out from third place, right? The thing is, I think the guys who are – like me and Chief, I think we need to win out. And I think yeah. – Everyone ahead of us needs to lose out for us to even squeak eighth because our points for are like the lowest. Yeah, but what so I think works in your guys' favor rough. is like all the guys ahead of you, like half of them are going to lose uh, against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Right. Um, and then it's like, man, things are going to be so spicy after this week in the standings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also want to be tight, like for sure, because like I go against. Um, Arjun this week, and then I go against Mikey, which is going to be rough. Chief goes against the Rick, and then he goes against Manny. So, like, he has a slightly easier road to, to, to making it than me. But so, then, what were you going to say? Yeah. 
Oh, I was going to say, which one of the like six and six teams do you guys think is the best? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, so the six and six teams are Sook, yourself, me, Joey, and... You don't like any of them? I don't think there's one that's clearly ahead, is basically what I'm trying to say. That's like, they've yeah. all got like pros and cons to it. Yeah, yeah if I like, had whereas, CMC, yeah. then there's no question. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, but now it, it it really is a toss up. Like if you look at the five and seven teams, like for example, like Ricky is like clearly the best one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but the six and six teams, I think they're all pretty equal. I think yeah. just for argument's sake, because Sook asked just a bit, I think I would go for Sook just because, like I said, I like uh, his Denver running back, uh, Javante Williams, I like his uh, matchups going forward. Yeah. And I also think Cordero Patterson's been very good for him. Yeah. So, and I like how he can basically throw Cordero Patterson in any position, right? <laughs> so that, that kind of gives him a nice little flex. <laughs> it sucks with Tony there, but... <laughs> I yeah. say if um, Cordero Patterson gets an interception for a touchdown, like I demand a six point increase. Yo, that's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's Man, a manual adjustment. Yeah, we can. We'll make that happen. All right, that is, that is absolutely Appreciate fair. It. I mean, got another yeah, recording. When, uh, punt, <laughs> when when punt returners or whatever get their six points, um, that Yahoo counts it, right? Like we talked about that at Manny's house. So, um, yeah, if you if you're if he gets a pick six on defense, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Actually, I like Joey's team. Um, if they can, if Debo Samuel gets healthy, I like Joey's team a lot. Herbert Lockett, D Hop, Barkley, Sanders, Pitts, Debo. Mm-hmm. That is really nice. Yeah, I'm, like I'm shocked that Joey and Ricky's position on the table, especially Ricky. Uh, Joey's been super unlucky with yeah. uh, injuries. Yeah. Um, um, I'm more shocked at Ricky's position. Ricky's makes no sense. That's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky's is tough. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, he's got um, he's got two. He's got to play Chief Queef, and then he's got Sahil next week too. So it's not easy, easy matchups, right? So Sahil's team is good. So I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting race to the finish. I think it'll be really good. Hence why we haven't talked about any playoff yeah. matchups because there's none. Yeah, you you can't predict anything other than you know Flow and AC who have clinched. Mikey, who's seven and five, hasn't clinched two weeks out, right? Yeah. So that that's literally how how you know it is anyone like anyone's game right now. Does it does Yahoo tell you who's been eliminated? I don't know. Because then does that mean that Manny, Manny's in contention? Right? Manny, I don't think. So. Actually, it technically, not? yeah. If he wins out, it's six and eight. Holy. I guess it depends on like who else is playing. Loses out, it's five and because like uh, Ricky loses out, he's five and nine. Mm -hmm. If Manny wins out, he's six and eight, which is technically higher. I guess. Yeah. So, so technically, yeah, Manny can still make playoffs. (laughs) Sick. Wouldn't that be insane? What a wild timeline that would be. Yeah. Especially (laughs) like predicting him to win this week, man. I'm I'm so excited to see this shit shake out. (laughs) Um, I feel like we're gonna have a like a good discussion on uh, next week. on just the, the standings next week. Yeah, yeah I think next yeah. week we'll know uh, better. Yeah, I gotta Perfect. head out, guys. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. and with that, we here will okay. see you next week. Cool. Have had a great show, and we'll see everyone next week. Yes. Bye. 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 See ya.